I'm Mirza, and I really wish Cher was my second mom. And I'm Pooja. I'm the biggest Scorpio in Prospect Heights. So true. Do you have problems that you think are really important, but other people don't really want to hear about? These are problems that your therapist has told you to move on from. We're here to give you advice on all of them, from the nothing burger to the everything burger. Like, did you accidentally make eye contact with your boss in the Equinox Steam Room? Scandalous. Do you hate the soap in your in-laws' bathroom? Are you afraid to run outside because you have terrible form? Does your boyfriend keep making out with his dog that has terrible breath and then trying to kiss you? Well, if you've experienced any of these problems, you may qualify for our advice. Equitable disclaimers are not trained professionals. If you do take our advice, please take with caution. Proceed with caution because we are the, the problem, problem solvers. solvers. Hey, Mears, how are you doing? Hey, Pooh, I'm doing fine. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. I love when you always go, fine. I'm fine. Let's be honest. I'm fine. It's chill. Okay. It's, <laughs> it we, means, we, we're not liars over here. We're fine. It means that something, <laughs> fine means that something is brewing. Something is brewing. And can I tell you about it? Yeah. Tell me what your problem is this week. Okay. Well, I, as a man, use a lot of urinals. Oh. We have the convenience of peeing standing up. Okay. I'm jealous, yeah. frankly. We have these things attached to the wall. We, we know what a urinal is. No, I'm just for the for the for the ladies out there who've never seen or experienced. It's attached to the wall. You whatever. And sometimes the urinals are closer together, with no dividers, which is really voyeuristic. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they're spread apart and there's dividers and you have breathing room. Civilization. Civilization. You can check your phone. You could scroll through Twitter. You could whatever. You can send an email, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I use urinals, you know, daily. And I would say of the times that I use the urinal, I would say like five to seven percent of the time, another man tries to speak to me while we are both simultaneously using the urinal. Mm. And they could be attempting to communicate with me for a variety of reasons, okay? Sure. Let me go through them. Okay, it's like they are, you know, weird and creepy and trying to just like engage. Mm. Two, they're, you know, maybe interested in, you know, or hitting on, maybe it's a gay club and we're at the urinal and it's really more of a trough than a urinal at a gay club, you know, it's like, and there, anyway, this is the problem. This week I was walking to the bathroom with another person. That it, you knew? That I knew. We were at work, right? Okay. And we're, we had just finished a meeting. Mm. And you know, when you finish a meeting at work, if you have a lot of back-to-back -back meetings, like if you have three or four back-to-back -back meetings, you know, at the end of those three to four back-to-back -back meetings, you got to pee. Bio break is what we call it. Bio them. break. You need you need a comfort break or whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. And I had a couple of back-to-back -back meetings with this person. And they were also a, a human male. And at the end of these back-to-back -back meetings, I was like, oh, I just got to go on a comfort break. He was like, oh, me too. I was like, okay. So we continue speaking to each other on the way to the bathroom. Mm -mm. And the entire time that we're speaking to each other on the way to the bathroom, I'm thinking, when will the silence begin? Mm -hmm. So that we can pee mm -hmm. in peace. That's in the, silence. That, in silence. The whole time I'm thinking, I'm like, when will there be a natural break in the conversation so we can both focus on peeing? Because mm -hmm. sometimes you got to concentrate. Absolutely. Sometimes some, some people have stage. Sometimes you just stage have, fright. You have to focus. Absolutely. You have to focus. And so 
the conversation kept going. We both enter the bathroom and the conversation is still going. And I, you know, when I enter a bathroom, I don't know about you, but I always survey sort of where the occupied sections and the unoccupied sections. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. I'm making a big effort to go to the unoccupied. I'm going, if someone is in a stall, I'm not going to the stall next to them. I think it's etiquette to go to a stall that's... One away, two Absolutely. away. Yeah. And you know, when I enter, I'm always looking for that stall that's the largest mm -hmm. and at the furthest end for privacy, mm -hmm. right? It's luxurious, you know? You can just, you sit there, nobody's gonna bother you, like it's fine. Mm -hmm. And I entered the bathroom a few days ago and this person is continuing to talk to me after our meeting. And then we both see that there are two urinals next to each other. So we go up and there's no dividers mm. in these urinals. So that we, is so uncivilized. I is, don't understand how men deal with that. How in the year 2023 of our great Lord are there no dividers between the urinals mm -mm. at an office building in downtown Manhattan? How is that not like sexual harassment? I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> I'm there and I'm like, I want to close my eyes. I don't want, I want to click my he heels three times and like be transported to the next meeting. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? I don't want to be here. I just want to fit it. And we're still continuing to talk. You know, I don't want to be talking about KPIs while I'm peeing. You know, like it's not same babe. It's not at the top of my priority list. But we're still just sort of like, you know, chatting. And I'm like, I finish first. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But then like that person is still going. And so I'm like, do I stay here and continue the conversation? until this person has completed mm -hmm. or do I leave and wash my hands at the sink mm. wash basin what's the term these days the sink sink okay wash basin is a little Gwyneth Paltrow of me um no uh, congratulations on your on your ski trial victory by the way <laughs> she won oh wow she, cheers to Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> cheers to Gwyneth Paltrow congratulations so I'm like, do I leave the urinal mm -hmm. and do I go to the sink mm. to wash my hands and continue shouting back to the person at the urinal right. while You're there's like, other people in the stalls? Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. I will. I will send over that email in, in short order. I mm -hmm. will. Yeah. And so I make probably the miscalculation to continue standing there. Oh, no. Until I hear them finish. Mm-hmm. Because you can hear, right? Obviously. There's 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 audi audit yes. auditory signals yes. to your brain we when understand. you know that they're dead. So I said, and then we both, you know, zip up our pants at the same time, and then we're we go over and we're washing our hands. And then we the conversation is just seamless the whole way. Like there <laughs> is no recognition that we for a period of 25 to 30 seconds were both standing there with no guard between us, holding our members, going to the bathroom. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I, I know. It's wild saying. to me that there is just no respect or like division. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for it's, that. it's a bit uncivilized. I totally understand what you're saying. I have a lot of experience like going into the bathroom with my friends and it's an event like that. The bathroom is the place where you do talk, like where you do like catch up, where you're like, stealing away and like you know dissecting what's going on outside of the bathroom so i i love the bathroom and i love the bathroom chat while peeing if i'm with people that i love 
I will say that if I'm in a work situation, if I enter the bathroom with you at the same time, let's just pretend that we don't know each other. I'm, I'm, I I really want to run away from anybody that I know. The only time it's acceptable to run into someone that you know in the bathroom is when they're leaving and you're entering. And it's like, mm. oh, hey, 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 Jim. Hey, Jim. Yeah, I'll talk to you in a bit. Close the door. Go, yeah. Do you know what I do at work? Return to office to me, RTO stands for go to a different floor to go to the bathroom, okay? Because I don't need Sharon from finance to know that I'm a nervous peer, okay? Sharon, surely not, surely. No, Sharon already knows that at 2 p.m. we have a meeting where I'm set to give a presentation, okay? Sharon's already gonna see the humiliation of me putting up the slide that I have to present yes. at, at like font 320. Zoomed in for convenience. Exactly. And she's going to see that there's a mistake on the slide because I didn't drag the formula over one column. Oh, man. So it's like Sharon's already seeing me humiliated in one part of my day. She doesn't need to know that I have to go to the bathroom 15 times before a meeting because I'm a nervous peer, fair. you know? No, I think that's totally fair. So I always go to a different floor at work. That's smart. If you have the the luxury of having multiple floors, I think that that's like the smart way to do it. If you're, if you only have one floor and you have no other option, like go to Starbucks, babe. That's what I'm saying. Star- leave, leave the building. Leave the building. Take get your out badge. Of there. Take your badge. Even if it's thunderstorming outside <laughs> and like pee in peace at a Starbucks. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with you. It's really, it's, it's, I akin the workplace bathroom to the deep ocean because it's a lawless land where there is no one government or state that controls the laws of that territory. Like there's no HR. You could be the CEO. You could be the assistant. You could be the executive, whatever. They got the beluga swimming next to the minnow. They got the assistant peeing next to the SVP. When we're both peeing, the, the hierarchies go away. Like we're both just Riding the wave of our stream. The the we are riding the wave of and we're so laser focused on what we're doing. Do you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it is But we're next to each other. Yeah. Class distinction distinction. Class distinctions disappear mm-hmm. in the bathroom. Like you mm-hmm. are you're all just doing the same thing. How would you approach, you know, peeing with your coworkers? <laughs> Well, I experience this on a daily basis because I'm in the office. And what I will say is that if it's someone I'm really comfortable with, if I would call a friend, then I'll continue the conversation. It's fine. If it's maybe someone that's higher up than me, then we will acknowledge each other when they walk into the bathroom. But I just won't try to continue the conversation. And I'll try to honestly make myself scarce and leave. I think that you should feel free to not have to talk to people in the bathroom at work. I just feel like there should be a cone of silence rule as soon as you go past those doors. Absolutely. It's like, I don't know you. You don't know that I have bodily functions. You don't know that I have to do these. You don't see me here. Because we don't even talk about emotions at work, you know? Like, we don't even talk about, like, how we're doing at work. Like, when people yeah. ask you how you're doing at work, you say, fine. You uh, you pretend. Like, you go through a whole divorce. Like, you go through a whole breakup without even telling your 
people at work, right? Like That's so true. So why should we be like why should we open up our bodily functions as well? I don't think and it's just like it's really whiplash. Like it's whiplash going from nothing Okay, to- Sharon, when is the invoice due to you're in the stall next to me and I hear everything going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sharon, you need to eat more fiber. <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> like, I don't need to know that. Totally. And it's like, that's why you're eating so many apples for lunch these days. <laughs> you're like, yeah. So, okay. Well, Pooh, what's going on with you this week? What what's what are your issues? My issue is that all the girlies are on tour this year. Oh, like Bay, Taylor, Swift, Adele. SZA. Um, SZA, absolutely. We got so many SZA TikToks lately. She's so good. She's so good. Yeah. So essentially, I would love to see SZA and Adele. Like those are the two concerts that I've always wanted to go to. And the tickets are so expensive. Adele is really wilding in Vegas. Weekends with Adele, I get them all over my TikTok. She's coming up to these people. She's taking selfies. She's blessing their like wedding rings. She's kissing the babies on the head. She's taking, she's doing everything that a good like 90s, early 2000s pop star would do at these concerts. Going to weekends with Adele in Vegas is basically the same as going to see the Pope at the Vatican. You are blessed if you go and you're there, you're crying, you're swaying, your hands are in the air. You're giving testimony. It's the same exact experience as seeing the Pope. Absolutely. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. Absolutely. Does she have that little car too? (laughs) With the bubble. That takes her from Caesar's Palace to wherever she's staying. (laughs) I'm obsessed. No, I love her and I, I had tickets to see her in Nashville in like... At the Ryman Auditorium, shout out. Hey, Nashville. Yes, in like 2012 or 13. Because I'm from the. Yes. Really good barbecue in Nashville, I agree. Um, They're going to be upset if you don't acknowledge the barbecue. (laughs) Fair. It's more of a hot chicken place, actually. It's less barbecue. Is that not barbecue? No. What's hot chicken? Fried chicken. Fried chicken. Well, you said hot chicken. Well, it's fried chicken that's really spicy. How spicy? We can't talk, but we can't go down this path. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but I had tickets to see Adele in like 2012, 2013. I can't remember exactly the year, but she canceled her tour because she was going through it with like her drinking. And what year was this? Like, I can't remember. It was between like 2010 and 2013. She's had some controversies over. She's had some. Uh, she says the ups and downs. She did cancel her Vegas residency weekends oh, with Adele before because it wasn't it wasn't ready. Right. And we forgive we you, Queen. We forgive you, Queen. We understand that for sure. So I've just had like seeing Adele on my bucket list since her first album came out, and I remember like when Seventeen came out. That was the year that I got my license. And I just remember being so excited to be able to drive and to be able to like go wherever I wanted to go and put the CD in. And I just, I don't know. I've always, yeah, I got many speeding tickets when I was. Did you? Oh, she's a speed demon over here. I'm a speed demon. Um, But so. What do you say to the officers when they pull you over? Well, one time I got a ticket actually and 
I was going so fast that the officer goes, um, he was like, can I just let you know that the seatbelts stop working over like 55? Like he, he was just like, I the was- The seatbelts stop working over 55? He just like said something to me. He was basically like, maybe it was 75, who knows? But like, he just, he basically was like, I was going like 80 in a 60 or something. Fair. On the highway, I didn't realize that it got dropped down to- They have those speed traps all the time. Totally. But I was going fast. I totally admit that. And he, he, but he didn't even like, he wasn't even mean to me. He just came up and he goes, do you realize like how fast you were going is like faster than the car can protect you? Oh, that's one of those facts they teach you in like driver's ed. And you're like, oh, damn. It makes you feel bad. It makes you feel bad. You're like, oh. So I'm defying the laws of the car's physical protection. Totally. And it makes you. Yeah, exactly. So but I was listening to Adele at the time. I do remember that um, I was listening to 17. <laughs> Babe, you don't want to get into a car crash listening to Adele. I know. I know. <laughs> you don't want to, I think about this all the time. OK, I have this really dark side of my TikTok that's like. If you are in a car crash or if you're in a plane crash, like what is the music that's playing while it's happening? And I have this terrible, I get this, keep getting this TikTok video that's like, if the plane rips in half, what happens to the music that's in your AirPods or in your headphones or whatever? And it's like, do you really want the plane to rip in half while you're listening to Hannah Montana? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you listening to Seven Things by Why Miley Cyrus? Are you to seven Th like, do you really want that? Because it's like the plane will rip in half and like the music won't stop. Like you'll just see blue skies. Totally. <laughs> that is devastating. That's devastating. That is so devastating. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. So which girly do you want to see the most and who are you willing to spend some coin on? Okay, so... SZA and Adele are both people that I would spend a lot of money yeah. for. But Adele, it's a bit harder because you have to go to Vegas. So it's like the hotel. It's the flight. Yeah. It's the Nobu. It's the Tao. It's, it's the 24-7 drinking. It's yeah. that brunch that you don't want to go to at Caesars Palace because you're violently hungover. Totally. Yeah. I've never been to Vegas before. So I thought that like... To go for Adele, that would actually be nice. Here's my POV on Vegas. You really should only be there for a maximum of 48 to 60 hours. Definitely. I agree with that. Because longer than that, and you will start sad. to disintegrate. Mm. Like, you'll start to disintegrate. You will start to glitch and matrix into, like, mm -hmm. the outer sphere. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, just because of all the things you're putting in your body in the sun and the weird lack of crosswalks. I Well, I haven't been, so I don't know. They don't but... have crosswalks. They have, like, skywalks because oh. they don't want people to get hit by cars because they're wasted. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So I think what I'm going to do is is continue my year of fiscal responsibility and just watch all the concerts on TikTok. Fiduciary. TikTok is really helping with all these fiduciary responsibilities that we have because all these people are going to concerts and they're not paying attention to the concert. They're paying attention to the content. They're going they're live. Filming. They're going live. I, I swear to God, I'm not a fan of Taylor Swift, but everybody knows that 
you don't need to have gone to the Taylor Swift concert to know exactly what she did, okay? Totally. Because I have seen so many videos of Taylor Swift on her Eras tour, which is live now. Buy tickets on Ticketmaster. Just kidding. You can't because they're gone and Ticketmaster sucks. You said it. I, I said it. And I I know that she dives into the middle of the stage yes, and I has a too. little thing that That's, carries her to the other swims. side. She swims. She doesn't swim. She's on a little trolley that yeah, gets her to well, the other definitely. side. That's like the most Can popular. You she's she she's not swimming. <laughs> she's like, damn, I'm all wet <laughs> getting out, out of the Can stage. You imagine? No, she takes a little trolley underneath the stage to the side. She changes her outfits 10 million times. She sings for like five and a half hours or something insane. She does 44 songs. Yeah. Like, this woman is doing some insane things. Mazel tov to her, like amazing. Um, but I've seen the whole concert. Like, I don't need to pay the price to go see it anymore. True. So what do you suggest? Like, should so should I save my money this year or should I go to all these concerts? I think you have a trip planned to Italy this summer. And I think you should go to Italy and you should spend all of your coin there. Mm. And I think as you're going to sleep at night in Italy with the soft sounds of the ocean breeze behind you while your significant other has already fallen asleep and has a slight mm -hmm. snore. You just open your TikTok, you put your headphones in, and just blast some SZA. Like you'll just <laughs> see the whole concert. You don't need to pay the money. Spend Love your Spend your coin in Italy. Love that. Okay, great. Cool. Should we get into our problem of the week? Absolutely. Let's right, do it. Let's queue it up. Hey guys. So I have a problem, which is that I've been going back into the office lately. And I know that that's kind of expected and most companies are doing, but you know, it kind of sucks. Just not the vibe. Um, because I've noticed that maybe this is like now after years from working from home, I just feel like the office is so, so fucking loud. Um, and I can't get anything done. I cannot concentrate. I'm wearing like headphones, not the nice expensive noise canceling ones, but pretty decent headphones. And I can just hear every conversation through them. There's like a group of people from another company that are on our floor that are just like yapping away all the time about like, I don't know, sports or something. Um, and literally right next to my cubicle, there's a woman who has an office with no door. It's just like two glass panels for quote unquote walls and then just like a big old gap and she is constantly taking loud zooms and having like desk side meetings um and it's so irritating it's all happening in insane volume and i've tried kind of looking over at them giving like intense side eye and just glaring and uh not saying anything but should i say something what should i say what should i do what are other passive aggressive or aggressive aggressive tactics that i can use um or should i just quit and become a nomad any advice appreciated? RTO. 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 It is a subject that strikes the fear uh, in the hearts of so many corporate baddies. <laughs> Does it not? Totally. You know, we all got used to not being in the office and to living our lives, our Zoom lives, mm -hmm. and being away from it all. And being able to control our surroundings, and being able to control who we're around. And then all of a sudden, those emails started going out. Hey, we need you back in the office. Starting three times a week. So it was like starting For collaboration. One time, yeah, starting one time a week. And then 
it's going to go up to 18 days a week. Yeah. <laughs> Starting 24 hours a day, you need to be in the office. You need to be, you need to move into the office. Totally. You need to live here. Isn't it so interesting how it's like, it's being propositioned as productivity yes. and like being in the offices for productivity. In reality, you're spending time to commute. Yes. You are, yeah, like people are talking to you. You're like yes. in these meetings that yes. it's that are a waste of time. I don't know. It's. I think RTO is so funny right now where we are in the post pandemic world because a lot of the times what I hear from my friends who are in big companies. They say that they return to office and all it is is just sitting on more virtual calls. Absolutely. It's not actually face to face. There's 10 people in a conference room or whatever talking to each other. It's like, no, babe, you're in a phone booth or you're at your desk or you're in a room with other people looking at their computer, looking at other people on the computer in another place. You know, mm, you're zooming someone else from a different location, from a location that you, that isn't your home. Yeah. It doesn't really make logical sense. No. Um, but it's yeah. good for the stock market. But it's good for the stock market and it's good for Pret and Starbucks, which are the local businesses that are benefiting from the return to office. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I totally empathize with our caller because I think that, like, for me to work, I need full silence, honestly. Like, I really, I don't feed off of other people's energy. Like, if I'm reading an email, yes. an in-depth email, I need silence. Like, I need noise-canceling headphones. Yes. Like, sure, maybe even just, like, every now and then I could go into a coffee shop and do yeah. some work. But, like, it's not for me. No, it's not for me either. I really, I agree. I need noise-canceling headphones. I need the smell in the room to be neutralized or kind of slightly sweet and citrusy. And I need the light to be right. You need the Jonathan right. Adderall. You need the Jonathan Adler grapefruit candle that they burn at SoulCycle. I need there to be a light dimmer switch in the office so I can set the lighting to the right door. I need the door to have a lock. I need there to be a shade. You need the temperature to be controlled. I need the temperature to be between 67 and 73 degrees. Mm. And I need it to not be blowing air directly on me. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I need to be able to take my shoes off. I need to be able, I need there to be able to be a chair on the other side of my desk where I can put my feet up as I'm reading the email. Otherwise, the blood won't circulate correctly into my brain. So I won't comprehend the content of the email. And correctly. I won't be able to say, sounds good, exclamation point in Absolutely response to every not. email that I get. I might use two exclamation points if I don't have all of those proper settings. And then people will think that I'm, the Joker, you know, they'll be like, why is he so excited? Totally. They will report you to HR. They'll report me for over enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like this person had too much coffee today. <laughs> yes. So for me, I love the quiet car on the Amtrak train. Okay. Do people respect that still? I'm not like in their face, but I'm just like, hey, this is the quiet car. Just letting you know. Have you, how many times have you done that? Twice. How they, of, how out do, of how like 10, react? 15 years. They were like, oh, okay, sorry. I've even seen the conductor doing it because it's like, nice. 
we live in a society, it's okay? Just, it's a tag team of you and the conductor going from seat to seat being like, shh, 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 shh. Totally. And like, you're there. There's a threshold, right? Like you're allowed to have a quiet conversation. Yeah. You're allowed if someone calls you, like hopefully you have it on silent. You're allowed to be like, "Hey, I'm in a quiet car. I will get back to yeah. you in a second. I'll yeah. I'm gonna go to the cafe car and I'll yeah. call you." Right? Yeah. Like I would never say anything to someone in that amount of noisiness they were making. If someone is just playing TikTok on full blast, if someone's having a conversation like on the phone, then I'm just like, I'm sorry. I have to tell you, like, this is the quiet car. It depends on the FYP. No, I don't. No, I don't. Oh, fuck you, don't with F- that. you don't fuck with it. I don't fuck with it. No, because I'm, I'm sitting. If I want to just be on the FYP, I'm not in the quiet car. What if I respect your own the, TikTok comes up on their FYP in the quiet car? I don't care. I hope that they forget me who I am. I, <laughs> like, I don't want the engagement. If I that's need the case. not your support. Totally. If you are the quiet car. Other places that I think should have the etiquette of the quiet car are a plane. Agree. No children. Airport lounge. Also. No children. Mm-hmm. Airport lounge. I I think people need to just like have a level of decorum around the level of the volume of their voices. I agree. This is the thing is that like different people have different levels that they're comfortable of of the volume of their voices. Right. I grew up in a family where it was like. Listen, people don't need to hear what you're saying yeah. and you just you're you're supposed to just like act in a certain way that we, where you're invisible, which yeah. that is how I grew up. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I'm not going to say it's just an Asian thing for all p- no, Asian people. It's not a blanket. It's, it's individual. No, it's it's individual. It, yes. But I do think that that is, it was informed by my parents' identity in fair, a way fair. and being foreigners in a place. Whereas I'm in a relationship now with someone who is Caucasian through and through from Caucasia. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm in a relationship with someone who is from Caucasia. Makes sense. Okay. 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 And he's loud. He's loud. He's loud. And I do say sometimes like, listen, like, can you just like be quiet? And to be fair, the times when I'm saying that or when I do say that, he's kind of like, why are you like, it doesn't matter. Like, this is not a high stakes situation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why are you worried about this right now? Yeah. No, I grew up in a family where we were all loud. We were mm. all competing to be the loudest. Okay. And it was sort of like, let's scream at each other to show how much we love each other. You know, <laughs> it was sort of like, let's see who can be the loudest. Mm. And I kind of loved that. And obviously I had to grow out of that as I developed in my professional career in New York because a lot of people in New York do not like, you know, loud people. Contrary to popular belief. Contrary to popular People belief. Think New York is loud. No, babe. Like, we can tolerate loud people if they're not disturbing. Mm. New Yorkers don't like others who are disturbing. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And there's a difference between being loud and disturbing. You can be loud and still be accepted in New York, which is what we like. Mm. If you can make it here, you can make it anywhere, even if you're loud. So Mirza, what's your pee on the situation? What do you think that the caller should do? My pee on this situation is I think the caller should be really honest with her coworkers. She should say, hey, 
I need to focus right now. I'm going to put my headphones on. I'm going to put on some frequency music, maybe some 528 hertz, maybe some Mariah Carey. I'm going to just go into the zone. Some pink noise. Some pink, pink not pink, but pink noise. Mm-hmm. Or maybe some pink, who knows, depending on the vibe. Or she should try to put herself in the corner somewhere, turn her back to everybody. Book like, a phone booth. Put put a weighted blanket over her shoulders, like put the headphones on, like pop some popcorn, have a little bit of chamomile tea, put a cocoon over her and where her laptop is. And just do the work, you know, like she needs to really set the boundaries with like physical barriers. Mm-hmm. I would say that's what she needs to do. And I don't think she should yell at her coworkers because that won't lead to a good reputation. Fair. So, Pooh, what's your pee on the caller situation? I agree with you. I think that the caller needs to put some firm boundaries around. Tell people what's up. I think she should speak her mind. Yep. Tell people to be quiet. Yeah. Let them know that if they're going to be loud, then go into a conference room. Like, book a little phone booth or do whatever you need to oh, do no, no. if you need to have a convo. Yeah. But... Out here in this open space, this is where work needs to get done. Even though, gosh, open concept offices are honestly so cursed to me. Like, I get it. It's nice to, like, have everyone on the same level. You don't want people like VPs being in, like, a corner office and then everyone else feeling like they're, like, a minion on the side. But honestly, like... It's so unproductive to have an open concept because there's always a Shelly. There's always a Sheila who's had a birthday and who wants to just tell the whole story from her weekend, who wants to like cut the cake, who wants to do this or that. It's yep. like, no, ma'am, we're here to work. Yep. Like yep. we're here to 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 produce. We're here to produce, to produce. and then we're and then we want to go home and leave. Like some people I feel like use work as like their comedy hour. No, no, no. They're no. like it is not your stage, babe. It's not your stage. Work is not your stage. Go do it somewhere else. Totally. Like that the is- bathroom. <laughs> so caller, I agree with you saying something to the people who are on your floor, I think you should put your foot down and tell them enough is enough. No talking. Hear something, say something. That's on that. Another problem solved. Solved. Hey, did you like that episode? Well, if you did, please rate it five stars on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to this episode. And make sure to come back every Wednesday for brand new episodes of The Problem Solvers. See you then. 